Hello and good day. This is the Bible Bard. My bard is a storyteller who recites traditional texts associated with a particular oral tradition, and I'm here to recite and to amplify what the literature of the Bible says about who is God and who are human beings. Here's the place we are at today. In the last lesson, we discussed what the Bible says about God and love. The Bible teaches something very strange about God. Yes, he's all-powerful, all-knowing, and exists everywhere at the same time, but he is also emotional. In this podcast, we look at God's attribute of faithfulness. Here are a few simple biblical statements about God and faithfulness. In Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 9, the text states, quote, Know therefore that the Lord your God is God. He is the faithful God keeping his covenant of love to a thousand generations of those who love him." In the Psalms 33, verse 4, the text reads, For the word of the Lord is right and true. He is faithful in all he does. In Psalm 119, verses 89 and 90, the text reads, Your word, O Lord, is eternal. It stands firm in the heavens. Your faithfulness continues throughout all generations. You establish the earth, and it endures." And then in the New Testament, in 1 John 1, verse 9, the text asserts, If we confess our sins, he, God, is faithful and just, and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness." What does it mean to be faithful? As a statement from Deuteronomy above suggests, it is to keep one's covenant. A covenant is simply a pledge or a contract regarding actions. Those who are faithful keep their word. They fulfill their agreements. The statement from 1 John in the New Testament illustrates faithfulness by reminding us of an agreement God has made regarding human guiltiness. If we confess our sins, our unholiness, God has promised not to punish us for sinning. Uh, He forgives. And even though we might not sense or feel this forgiveness in the physical or psychic world, God's record of faithfulness and his character for keeping his word, remember the Psalms passage, is our guarantee that in the world of the Spirit, divine forgiveness for human failure is granted. On this basis, on the basis of the faithfulness of God, our human consciousness of guilt is relieved and, if we trust in God's faithfulness, our sense of guiltiness disappears. That's what the text asserts. There are many additional texts about God's faithfulness. Here are a few that provide greater clarity around the issue. In Lamentations, chapter 3, verse 22, Two and 23, the text states, quote, Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed, for his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. Unquote. Comment. In this text, God's love, compassion, and faithfulness are tied together, linking God's empathetic care for humanity to his moral character of keeping his word. In Psalms 36, verse 5, the text reads, 
Your love, O Lord, reaches to the heavens, your faithfulness to the skies. Unquote. Comment. Psalms uses a kind of physical metaphor. If God's faithfulness were a tower, it would stretch up and reach to the skies, indicating a faithfulness of God that's much greater than we can imagine. In 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 14, the text states, If we are faithless, he will remain faithful. Unquote. Comment. In this passage, we are told that even if we are unfaithful, God will always remain faithful. In the biblical text, God's faithfulness is part of the idea that God cannot do wrong. His faithfulness is part of his divinity that allows people to depend upon what God promises are that his actions in his relationships to humankind, both to those who believe in him and those who do not, will be. Remember, as the Bible part has previously stated, the Bible offers a revealed religion. These things are not otherwise knowable about God, but they're shared with us through the text. Were it not for the text, we could not know the things God has promised and that God is faithful to keep in his word. The dilemma for some is that their observations of the human condition seems at odd with the full description of the character of the Bible's God. If God is so loving, so kind, so faithful, why is humanity not delivered from natural terrors like volcanoes, from the evil actions of people like a Hitler, or from the plights of starvation, disease, and privations of every kind? This podcast presents only what the Bible says. The Bible Bar doesn't apologize for or argue about these biblical statements because that's not our purpose. Our purpose is to provide you with the text itself so that you can make up your own mind about what it says. The Bible is the most published book of all generations. And if you don't know what the Bible says, you cannot hope to understand philosophy, art, literature, and music. For the greatest philosophers, the best artists, writers, and musicians either reacted against biblical thoughts or agreed with and amplified biblical thoughts. This is the way the Bible Bard works. Brief recitations, closely focused, no distractions, no rabbit trails. Send the Bible Bard any questions or remarks you care to offer to BibleBardUS at gmail.com. Glad to hear from you. Thanks in advance for following and sharing content from the Bible Bard community. Thanks for listening.